I want to throw it back. I want to throw it back with this Britney stuff. Now, on that first album, there was a song called Thinking About You. Yes. Thinking About You from Britney Spears' debut album, Baby One More Time, which is about to celebrate its 22nd anniversary. That's right, the second week in January 1999 saw the debut, the release of Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. It would go on to have hit singles worldwide and make global impact and ultimately make Britney Spears the princess of pop. Now this song, Thinking About You, was written by Eric Foster White, who in earlier episodes of the Original Doll podcast, I talk about his impact on half of this album and ultimately the creation of the Britney Spears sound. Now, what we're going to do is something a little bit different here today. Many people might not know this, but Thinking About You was given a remix uh, treatment early on in the album process, and we learn all about why from today's guest, Alex Gregg's music producer, who worked with Britney Spears on numerous projects, many more coming up. But I want to welcome you to the Original Doll Podcast. I am your host, James Rodriguez Horton. On the Original Doll Podcast, I chat directly with the people who created the music you love, from those global hits, to those deep cuts, to those unreleased. And many times, the producers have given us some exclusive snippets to share on the podcast. So don't forget to tell your friends about this, The Original Doll Podcast. Now, you can follow me on Instagram, the.original.doll. And I wanted to let you know, we have more to come with Alex Greggs and several surprise guests coming up. So go ahead and follow us. The other thing, too, is the Original Doll Podcast gives back. We work directly with nonprofits. We work with charities. We work with homeless LGBT plus teens. We work with domestic abuse shelters, low-income families, people of color, and more. For more information about that, go ahead and follow us on Instagram. Now, for those wondering, when are we going to be releasing more and more episodes? Well, I wanted to take uh, a week off from the holidays because it's been a crazy time. And this has been going on for a few years now. And some of these interviews happened a couple years back. So some of the information, I had to go back to the guests themselves and uh, see if we can update some of the information. But today, I wanted to talk about Thinking About You. This is one of those tracks that I just think was fun. It ultimately fit the Baby One More Time sound. It created, it helped create that pop 
that bringing her forward. Many times, often she was called as like the next Debbie Gibson, uh, things like that. But ultimately, Britney Spears would create her own lane. Uh, but many of these songs are just loved songs. So what we're going to talk about is this remix of Thinking About You that was actually, I think we can say, Britney Spears' second song to ever have received the remix treatment. So you'll hear more about that uh, coming up. But I will stop talking and let you know. Any questions you have, go ahead and reach me on DM on my Twitter, at James Rodriguez, R-O-D-R-I-G-U-E-Z. Once again, my name is James Rodriguez Horton, and this is the Original Doll Podcast. Today's guest, producer Alex Greggs. On with the show. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Original Doll Podcast. I am your host, James Rodriguez Horton. And once again, we have Alex Greggs here. Alex, welcome back. Thank you. Everyone, have no fear. <laughs> Alex is going to be back for a ton of episodes because we have oh, a lot yeah. to go through because yes. we've worked with icons, Janet Jackson, Michael Jackson, Brittany, Brandy, NSYNC. There's a ton of people that I'm not even, not even touching on. What I love about the Original Doll Podcast is for every question that you answer, we get an item donated to charity. So you've been yeah. helping us get a lot of stuff for the homeless LGBT youths, for uh, women and children in domestic abuse shelters. So thank you so much. So let's hop right into this. Yes. Let's talk about an old school Britney song. Thinking about you. Thinking about you. So this, you, you'll have to help me out on the timeline. I am was after, you know, obviously it was after baby. Yeah, it yep. was after baby because I was the very first... And so uh, a friend of mine, Vince DiGiorgio, was working for BMG, and um, he commissioned us to do this Britney Spears remix, uh, thinking about you. And it was specifically for and this compilation uh, out of Canada um, under a, a Chris Shepard, who was like, he's you know big dance DJ, and he would put out these compilations like, like Dance Now and all this stuff. And one of his compilation CDs had was this had this Britney remix was on it, and, it, and it's weird because it does not match anything. The rest of the it doesn't match, but they asked us to do it, and we you know Baby One More Time was huge, and we were just like yeah, you know, not foreseeing that we were ever going to be working with her. We just wanted to you know, we just it was huge. We wanted to be on it, and. Um, so we did this and uh, went on the compilation and, you know, fast forward to today, I had just assumed that everybody would have known about it because it was really in the beginning of her career when there wasn't a lot of remixes out. So it it's made sense that people wouldn't know about it. And I guess maybe it was because it came out of Canada or whatever, but it seemed to have flown off, uh, you know, the radar and uh, it's, it's, it's a bit embarrassing because it's one of my very first, you know, remixes that, uh, you know, and, and, you know, shout out to Vince DiGiorgio, who, who eventually moved into uh, BMG New York and, you know, got, you know, connected us for the InSync stuff. And then, you know, when it moved over to Jive. And so, you know, he was a big part of getting me into that whole 
uh, group of people. And uh, yeah, so this this is like, I guess, a gem, but it's like I said, it's one of my earlier mixes. So <laughs> I love right now it's like talking to ER. You're you like, know? I'm still here. That was my first try. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's like, don't, you know. Um, how but, was that though? Well, I was going to say, how was that though? Because at that time then, Baby One More Time was out, was sometimes or crazy out yet? No, no. Oh God, no, no. This is, this is, this was literally wow. like, this is, you know, and I, and I think this was done because Jive or sorry, uh, I guess, yeah, it was BMG. It was like a, it had to be something through, you know, it was RCA, RCA, BMG. Yeah. So I don't know what the connection was. I guess BMG and Jive were, BMG was distributing Jive, right? Before they bought them. So, okay. This makes sense. So, I think this is what they're thinking was um, this girl, Brittany, we want to, we want to promote her in as many markets as we can. And Chris Shepard had these compilation CDs that, you know, everyone just bought them because they knew it was going to have like all the top songs on them. So they would fit this Britney Spears song on it, but the album version was not hip or cool enough to go on like this Chris Shepard CD. You know, he always played the coolest new stuff. So they asked us to make a remix and and it, the remix we did was not cool <laughs> in, in any way. We just thought it was a cool. Let's just make it a great pop song, and uh, you know we they put it on the compilation. Probably not too happy that it wasn't. You can't make that song cool and dark. You know it's it's too happy. But it went on there, and the thinking was, you know, this is how we're gonna get people to know this new name, Britney Spears. We're going to wedge her in between all these other big hit songs uh, to let people know that this is kind of like a new girl on the scene. And um, yeah, I guess little did they know, you know, well, I guess it worked, right? Like people. And that's, and that's you know, something where to, to go back to a conversation you and I had before with like about your remixes and things like that. Remixes are created to hit a market that the original song couldn't hit or couldn't penetrate. So right. being on a compilation yes. would widen the market share, would widen the ears that would be listening to her. But, and knowing that Absolutely. you take what the original song was and just plop it on there, that you needed to still make it funky and different Canadian dance. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's not, and it's not even in the dance tempo. It's just like it's still the same tempo. It, it's, uh, you know, it, they were it, they were using Chris Shepard's name to pr promote like an artist that's like now the Britney Spears name is so much bigger than that. You know, that's always the hope, right? But it's funny to think at one point, you know, you had to like Britney Spears was not a, a household name that people would just go oh you know this is going to be a good song right it's like it, this is at a point where you're kind of shoving it down people's throat going this is you better just you know like this and, and you know it, it does a total 180 um but yeah it, you know this was like a couple weeks after i very first met britney um because they were they were making her go from label to label and doing these live performances to the people at the, you know, they would rent to like a club or whatever. And uh, they would have the lab, the 
you know, the Canadian version of RCA and the radio stations come down and watch this girl do this song and, you know, basically say like, this is like our new artist. Uh, they don't do, they don't do that anymore, but it's like, you know, she, this is before uh, baby one more time hit the radio. And then literally like a, a week after that baby one more time hit the radio and uh, it blew up. And then, I don't know what the timeline was, but it was very quick. Like it was, you know, probably six months um, after, because that's about the time, that's about what the timeline was mm -hmm. back then. You release a single every six months. And yeah, they they uh, asked us to do, because we had just finished some InSync stuff. I think it was that we just finished I Want You Back or something, remixes. And so... Yeah, they wanted a version for Canadian radio to go on this compilation, and we did this, and and now we have that. it. So, listeners, <laughs> and they, and there you have it. It's so funny because to me, this is like the very this is like everybody should have this. This is you know, but so listeners, you can purchase the CD. Go to Discogs and other places to get the the secondhand version of it, uh, where you can find it exclusively. But we're going to go ahead and play it. Alex, thank you so much. And listeners, don't forget, Alex is going to be basically our resident guest for the next several months at this point. So I'll answer all the, I'll give out all the dirt, all the dirt of all the, you know, oh, I love all the it. goodies, but not good dirt on Brittany. She's got no dirt. I'm talking about I love it. Else. Like people. I, well, and the, the, the hope of this, the original doll podcast is, for the listeners to get to know you all that created it, that spend time doing this. And I think people uh, take advantage of producers, music singers, because it's like, oh, it just, they, they just whipped it up. So I should get it for free. I went to a Britney concert. Like they don't see that not only that studio time, but it's the years of trying things out. It's the schooling, it's the listening. It's going to concerts. Oh yeah. That plays a huge part in who you are. Man. Absolutely. It's, it's, you know, it, it's like people always say not nowadays, but back then, like you guys get paid way too much money, you know, to do like, I've seen, you know, you know, I think the time, the most I got paid for a song up front was like 50 grand or, you know, and a 25 grand for a remix, but I've seen, you know, I've seen Rodney get checks for a track before they even hear it, you know, a quarter of a million dollars. And, you know, it's, and people are like, that's, you know, but you're not thinking about that. We had to do 99 songs that never got paid <laughs> that we never got because, you know, they got turned down or so that one that you get paid for kind of has to spread out, you know, all the years of not getting paid, you know, so it's, it seems like a lot of money. But when you, you know, spread it across all the ones that, you know, you didn't get paid for, it's really Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's and, bad. And but... what, what people don't realize yeah. is those people that kind of leak songs for, you know, for free or they hack something and take it, like you're taking away the ability for that song and those people to make money. And yeah, like like if they get hacked and that song gets leaked, the label will pull the label will pull that song because they don't want it on the album now. It's like, well, it's poison. Everybody's got it. And then the, the people that you know, wrote the song and produced it, and we're all excited about, you know, advancing their careers and getting, you know, some monetary compensation for all their hard work. It just, it literally goes down the drain. Like, in a, and instant. that's the hard part because I think people don't realize to your point, that word poison is so many people put on a 
a lot of people want Britney Spears to have a compilation with a bunch of these unreleased songs from the, the first album, second album, third album. And I said the likeliness of that ever happening, of those songs that were already leaked to be polished up and put on a final thing, it, oh. it's not it's not very likely. And, and of course they can touch up songs and put them out, but there's so much more that goes behind it, hunting down who those producers were, who was the songwriter, who's that background vocalist, because if they use that background vocalist on there, people still have to get credited appropriately for something. And many times those producers have left the industry and yeah, you know, they just walk away from it. So everyone, once again, we're going to play this uh, remix and it is thinking about you uh, from the first album. And this was for a Canadian compilation and it was remixed by Alex Greggs. So Yes, yes, yes. And everyone remember, Alex will be back. Everyone else, don't forget, follow me on Instagram, the.original.doll. We'll see you on the flip side. Thanks, Alex. No, anytime. Now, before I play the remix that Alex Gregg did for um, the song Thinking About You, I wanted to point something out. On the first album, we had almost half of it was done by Eric Foster White, who, as many recall from a previous episode of the Original Doll podcast, He was one of the first producers to work with her, and he worked with her because he was the only pop producer at Jive. And remember, with previous guests, we talk about Clive Calder, you know, the head of Clive Calder, I should say, the head of Jive dealing with all of this stuff. He wanted to keep everything in-house. Josh and Brian, the producers, they were all in-house. So instead of him getting outside entities to come in, they kept everything in the house. So people that worked with Britney were going to be those within the house. The difference came to be when it was Max Martin involved. And we often hear conversations about Britney Spears, her singing voice, whether it's the baby voice, the deeper voice, that sort of thing. What I want you to do is take a listen to this, to the Bubblegum Pink remix of Thinking About You that Alex Greggs produced. When you listen to Britney Spears' voice, you'll notice there is a tonal difference in how she sounds on this song than how she sounds on Sometimes, you know, or Crazy. And I think it's important to point that out because even on Baby One More Time, you know, there's this discussion of, you know, that, as people say, that baby voice, was that created? Was it, you know, the Max Martin voice of it all? Um, We know that people wanted that bright tone to her voice but in this and when you listen and you go back to the baby one more time album which you can give it streams uh, to help it get another certification is take a listen between what eric foster white had done with the recordings and the vocals and then take a look at what the swedish producers uh, those that worked with max martin you know everyone from jorgen elifson you can go through and actually because i'm pulling out the um the uh, liner notes in there, Andres Carlson, take a listen to those and listen to Britney Spears's tone. We're just talking about the tone of her voice on the Eric Foster White songs versus the non-Eric Foster White songs. Let me know if you hear a difference. So I'm going to play the Thinking About You, the pink bubblegum mix uh, that Alex Greggs produced. Let me know if you think it the tone is a little different than the other songs on the album. Here it is. Enjoy. I 
So what did you think about this remix, the Pink Bubblegum remix by Alex Greggs? I enjoyed it. It was something different. Now, many fans may not know that this uh, even existed. It was, in fact, on a compilation CD, which you can still buy. So for those Britney Spears collectors, you can go to your uh, favorite used CD website uh, to find it. It's Cool Tracks, uh, T-R-A-X-X. So yeah, let me know what you think. Uh, comment on the post. I've been enjoying making these episodes and been enjoying sharing and clearing up misinformation. I want to give a shout out to all my Patreon patrons from Peter to Tyler to Tommy to Rochelle to Xavier, Rami, Luke, Lucy, Frank, Tiff. Thank you all so much. Appreciate it for those who want to uh, basically help keep this podcast afloat. Go to patreon.com slash theoriginaldoll or just visit www.theoriginaldoll.com. We have some merch and everything up. And don't forget, we help out charity. And also, if you, in fact, are someone who is, in fact, need of some help, we supply items of comfort to those in need. Go ahead and find us on the website, www.theoriginaldoll.com. I'll see you on the flip side. <laughs> the original doll.